0: Hello and welcome here to another edition of Husker Online live chat as uh, yesterday we went in-depth with new quarterback transfer Casey Thompson. There's gonna be a lot of newcomers in spring and Everyone's interested in the quarterback, but I'm going to tell you the next guy that's going to join us here on Husker Online Chat. Um, you know, But before we get to that, um, I, want to, I want to make sure I do our sponsor here. Uh, this interview is brought to you by Sandhills Global, powered by ABM. But let's get into our our guest. Brian, is it Buccini? Did I, did I get that right?
1: Buccini, Buccini.
0: Well, you know, everyone's excited about quarterbacks, Brian, but uh, you're the FCS Punter of the Year from Montana uh, you cha- transferred to Nebraska here um, after a great career at Montana. First of all, welcome to Nebraska. I'm sure uh, you know you're just trying to get your your legs underneath you here as you as you transition your life to Lincoln, Nebraska.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited. I couldn't be more blessed. You know, God has blessed me with so many things in my life, and the next step on the road is here in Lincoln, and I'm super excited.
0: Well, we're gonna get a chance to talk with Brian here in this live chat. And if you have questions for Brian, you can take them on the side here. Uh, we have a live chat feature where you can ask your questions to Brian as he transitions here to Nebraska. Um, but, you know, let's get more into your decision. I mean, you you came from Montana to Nebraska. Um, that had to be a very tough deal because you had a great career there. Montana's a very respected FCS program. Uh, why the jump? What what made you say, you know what, I'm going to do this and go to Nebraska?
1: Yeah. You know, from a young age, I have always dreamed of playing at like a really big time school and Montana has a great fan base and a great stadium, but, um, nothing can compare with Nebraska. And, you know, at this moment in my life, I was looking to prove, you know, to people that I could make it to the top and earn a full scholarship. And, you know, I got married recently and, um, earning a full scholarship would really like financially set me up in a better spot. So that was pretty big incentive with that. And, um, I entered the portal, you know, I decided that with Kelly and, um, we had a lot of interest come in, but I was just, you know, super excited when Nebraska called me cause they showed me just how much
0: they wanted me. And, um, it was, it really made our decision pretty easy. Yeah. How much could you have maybe helped Nebraska at times this year? I mean, there were a couple games where simply a punt, if it was executed properly, they might've won a couple more games this season.
1: Yeah. I, I think looking back on the film, it was, um, definitely an area where they, they had some struggling, but, uh, you know, Coach Bush is the new special teams coach, and, um, you know, all the guys seem really, really excited for the season and what we can do. And, um, you know, what happened last year, you kind of just got to move on and just kind of hope that, um, things will continue to get better and we can practice every single day and just try to be better than we were last year. Well,
0: let's hear more about you. Where are you from originally? Uh, where did you grow mm-hmm. up and, and were you always a punter? I mean, did you play other sports, um, growing up?
1: Yeah. So I'm from Helena, Montana. I, um, I grew up in Montana, was born and raised there. And I did Taekwondo before I did football. So I think that's where I kind of developed my strong leg kind of. Um, and I kicked field goals originally um, before I decided to switch over to punting about sophomore year of high school. But um, I think punting was maybe a little more up my alley. I started to grow and like physically mature towards my later years in high school. And um, punting's more – straight line power as opposed to in my opinion field goal has a lot more technique involved and i never played soccer so i didn't really have that background and i was a better punter than i was a field goal kicker so um it kind of just all worked out together and um you know i went to montana and worked really hard when i got there i developed a ton in montana um and i'm really thankful for the opportunity i had there and the coaches there for giving me an opportunity but i just felt like it was time to move on up and continue my career you said
0: taekwondo, so what? Uh, I assume you're a black belt. What what degree of black belt are you?
1: I'm a second degree black belt, so I did that for ah like six or seven years, probably, and um, I really I think that's where I developed my leg strength and your flexibility too. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. That's something I continue to need to work on is stretching more.
0: Well, you, you look at Nebraska. They've got a history of punters here. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Sam Cook in the NFL, Kyle mm-hmm. Larson was an NFL guy. The late Sam Foltz was going to be an NFL guy. Darren mm-hmm. Erstad. Uh, I mean, how much are you familiar with just the history of punters that have come out of Nebraska?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty familiar with a lot of those guys. Um, Sam's story is just—it's incredible to see how much support and outpouring there was um, after he passed. Just you can kind of gauge how good of a person he was from that. And, um, you know, that's super, super tragic. And um, I've been talking with Sam a lot, uh, cook from the Ravens and um, you know, he's given me tons of advice and he's been super helpful. And the more I look into it, the more impressed I am with just the strong tradition they've had there at that position. And that's a goal of mine is to hopefully like bring that tradition back and, you know, bring that specialist field up to that elite level that it once
0: was so did bill bush kind of connect you with sam cook or did you have another way to kind of get in touch with sam cook
1: um well so coach bush could have but i had dm would sam back when i was a freshman in college and he uh didn't have time to respond but once he saw that i committed he kind of reached out and we connected through there and um we've been talking a bunch since then i've had like little questions for him about my technique and random stuff like that and um it's been super super cool and there's all sorts of guys out there that are just You know they're great people you know no matter their status no matter where they make it to they never you know are too good to respond to someone or um you know too uh too high fame to waste their time helping out like a high school student or something so that's something that i would really like you know to be able to do someday as well Is just to give back because i know i was once in that position as like a young high school kid and um you know getting a response from a guy like sam
0: would just be absolutely incredible so so what what's your eligibility i mean how much eligibility brian are you going to have here at nebraska
1: i have three years left so i just was a registered freshman last season at montana so i do have three years to play
0: wow and you know is that um did you get a lot of your degree work done i mean where are you at as far as your studies go
1: yeah i should graduate this fall with my bachelor's in um criminal justice but i'm gonna kind of transition over to uh get a master's in construction management and engineering um, starting next fall. And um, I think that's maybe more where I want to take my skill set. You know, going into Montana, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do in life. And, um, you know, my uh, in-laws, they're big into the building homes and reselling them type area. And um, that's really just fascinated me. And um, you know, talking with my brother-in-law, he's an engineer now in Montana, um, and I think that's maybe an aspect of life that I want to, you know, explore. And so that's what I'm going to go into for with my master's.
0: We're talking here with the uh, new transfer punter, Brian Buscini, um here on Husker Live. Chat. as uh, this chat is brought to you, Sandhills Global. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com, and it's powered by ABM. Um, You know, Nebraska had another transfer from Montana on the roster this past year, Brian. Um, Mm Samore Torre, very talented wide receiver. How well did you know Samore? Did you talk about Nebraska with him before you made your decision?
1: Yeah, I knew Samore pretty well. Um, I lived with some guys who were friends with him, so he was around a lot when I was in Missoula um, my freshman year there. And, um, you know, he came out here and had a ton of success. And, you know, I just heard how much he loved it out here. And I did talk with him a little bit before coming out here about the decision and you know, he had nothing but positive things to say and just seeing him, you know, come out here and do as well as he did. That made me really excited. And, you know, some of the things he told me about it, you know, made me feel like it was the right decision I was making, too. And I just, you know, I could not be happier with all the people that God's put in my life in the different places to uh to help me make this decision. as easy. And, you know, it, it
0: really feels like the right place so far. Yeah. 2020 was a rough year. And mm-hmm. I know one of the reasons Samore came to Nebraska was Montana, didn't play football, um, uh, maybe a real limited one or two game spring or fall schedule. Um, You know, how tough was 2020 for the guys at Montana not to be able to really play a season? I mean, that's a proud program that sells out the stadium. I'm Mm -hmm. sure that was really a hard deal for everybody up there.
1: Yeah, it was really hard. And I think it was hard for me in the sense that I had redshirted the year before. And so this was finally going to be the season where I could play because I hadn't played a game in a while. And then they canceled our season and, You know, it had almost been it had been over like two and a half full years since I'd played in front of like a full actual stadium, not COVID related, you know, this fall at Washington. So it was a long time coming and it was it was hard, you know, going to all those offseason, you know, lifts, the winter condo to do all that, just to have your season canceled is pretty tough.
0: Built for us. Taking some questions here. Got a lot of just people very thankful. Um, this one from <laughs> Ryan says uh million fans thankful for this kid. I appreciate um, it. Um we got another one to comment here. Um that we got a pipeline going from Montana as uh two two guys now have come up Absolutely. here Absolutely. last I'm
1: couple of weeks. I'll say that. <laughs>
0: um <clears throat> let's see. Going through the questions here. Um this one here from Burke. What was your recruitment to Nebraska like? Who contacted you and how easy was it for you to make the commitment to Nebraska?
1: Yeah, it was super smooth. So I entered the transfer portal and a couple hours later, Coach Mossbrucker, the director of recruiting here, kind of called me and Facetime me. And, you know, I talked with those coaches probably like six or seven hours that first day. Um, and I had like, was getting contacted by a bunch of other schools and other coaches trying to call me, but you know, there's something just about different things my wife and I wanted, you know, we were looking for, we were looking for a school in a safe town where, you know, there's good football program, but there's also like a good amount of churches and good amount of Christian presence. We felt in the community where we could really develop our social lives outside of football and. Um, you know, the real estate market here was strong. We were looking to buy a house and there was just like a bunch of different types of things that had to line up for me to feel comfortable with a place, you know, where both I and my wife are moving to. And so we felt Lincoln was a lot better than, you know, some of the other places that we were, you know, getting contacted from. And then so you're
0: pardon? Well, go ahead, Brian. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I just
1: meant, um, the coaches, they put a ton of effort into like facilitating all those things. Um, they were really understanding what the needs that I had and Kelly had, and, um, that meant a lot to us. They really put a, above and beyond effort into making us feel at home here. And, um,
0: that's been something really special. So you, you bought a home in Lincoln already?
1: Yes, we did. We have a house It's kind of on the Southwest side of town near the, the racetrack. And, um, it's, it's great. We're moving in Friday and got a lot of paperwork done and, you know, it's going to be a real, real exciting transition in our lives.
0: Well, I've been doing this a long time. I can't say I've ever met a guy that, you know, part of the, you know, looking to buy a home in Lincoln and Mm -hmm. and that part of it. Uh, But how long have you been married, Brian? Uh, When did you get married?
1: Yeah. Kelly's the most wonderful woman in the entire world. We got married October 17th. And, you know, there's been some ups and downs, you know, as there are with all marriages, but um, she's so patient and she works with me through everything. You know, there's hard times with football, hard times in my personal life. And, Her patience is just some she's a rock in my life and I cannot, you know, give her enough credit for everything she's done for me. And, you know, this marriage has been the biggest blessing in my life, and I'm so glad that she was able to come out here to Nebraska with me. And um, there's a lot of
0: things out here I think she's going to she's going to really enjoy. So will she work or be a student? I mean, what what will like uh, out here?
1: Well, there's a couple different ways we're going to work through this, but I think she's going to try to get a realtor's license and might go to cosmetology school and then finish school. So she kind of has a bunch of different areas of life that she could go into. She's not entirely sure what she wants to do yet, um, but she played volleyball back in Montana and she's stopping her career kind of to come out here with me. And that means a lot to me. You know, I can only imagine, you know, being in her shoes, you worked your whole life to do something and. You know, for our marriage, she kind of felt like it was best for us to be together and for her to come out here. So um, she's going to get into, you know, running marathons like she's a super athletic woman. So um, just for her finding something that's special for her, that was a huge deal for me. And I felt like Lincoln provided pretty good opportunities for both of us to find things we like.
0: All right. I knew this question was coming um, since you're from Montana. Are you a fan of the TV show Yellowstone? I can tell you that Scott Frost, your football coach, I know is a fan of that show.
1: Yeah, I actually have not ever seen a single episode. They like, they put up their filming trucks on campus and all this stuff. But you know, I figured since I lived in Montana, I didn't have to like watch that show. But um, I've heard from so many people, you know, if you sit down and click, click on that first episode, you'll be hooked. So I think Kevin off have to try it out sometime. But trust me, our lives have been so busy lately; we have had no time for Yellowstone.
0: Yeah, I bet. So when is, when's moving day for you guys? Yeah.
1: So yesterday we did a walkthrough and then we had to contact like electrical Wi-Fi companies. And then the builder's going to come back and fix all the little like areas we pointed out that needs fixing. And we move in on Friday. So um, it's been it's been pretty smooth process. Um, I'm living in a hotel right now for the next few days. And, um, she, you know, she's out here right now, too. So it's been nothing short of a blessing having her in, in my life.
0: All right, got a question here from Brett. Good question Mm -hmm. about special teams. Has Brian talked or started working with the long snappers on their chemistry? I know uh, there's a guy coming in from Georgetown. Yeah, Brady. um, And then Mm -hmm. obviously current snappers on the roster. Kind of what's your feel for the snapper situation?
1: Yeah, I'm super excited. I've gone out with Brady a few times, and Cade and uh, Witucky and um, Piper, they're all wonderful guys. And we've gone out a couple times, and we're going to continue to – work into that you know i've been super busy and all the mid-year guys have a lot of things they have to get done before we can go out and practice but you know we're starting to use that time that we have right now to go out and and work on you know our craft together and um you know what i've seen it's going to be very very good um you know brady's a freak athlete we were we were testing with some of the other guys and he's a a speedy dude so i'm really excited for him in that realm too
0: what i mean are are you a guy that can do it all like do you like to play the wind um i mean what, what are some of your yeah. tricks as a punter? Um, because obviously Montana is a cold, windy place.
1: Mm-hmm. Nebraska's
0: going to be a place with some wind. On a hot day, yeah. it's going to come out of the south. On a day, it's going to be out of the north. I mean, uh, how do you kind of play the wind and just kind of the weather conditions as a punter?
1: Yeah, I think the main thing with wind is just not overthinking it, which is something that a lot of guys do wrong. Um, it, it really – comes down to these very subtle differences. So if I'm punting into the wind, I might lower my drop a little bit, just so I can drive the punt into the wind a little bit. And if I'm punting with the wind at my back, you know, odds are I'll just drop the nose of the ball and just try to get it as high up in the air as I can and let the wind push it down for me. Um, Where you run into trouble is when the wind's like coming from side to side. Um, You know, you could try to hit turnover balls. You know, if the wind's coming from your right, but the ball probably won't turn over because um, it'll just get pushed out of balance. So, we just drop the nose of the ball, um, kind of aim the eh, hash, and the wind will just carry that downfield and to the left. And then, if the wind's coming from my left, it's much easier. I just hit a normal turnover ball, and um, the wind will just assist the ball in turning over essentially that way. So, I'm not really too stressed about the wind. Um, you know, growing up in Helena. It's windy all the time there. It's nothing new to me. So um, I think that's kind of a blessing in disguise. As miserable as it was kicking in the wind all that time in Helena, I think it'll end up paying off.
0: Yeah, two questions. What was the worst weather game you've played in and what's the coldest game you've played in?
1: Yeah, so the worst weather game I've ever played in, we were playing Sentinel probably. um it's like my last game of my senior year of high school, I think. And this was like the windiest game ever. We were punting into like. 30, 40 mile an hour gusts of wind. And that was like probably my best punting game of my career. I essentially what they say is like when breezy swing easy, like don't try to kill the ball, just go out there and make good contact, hit a nice turnover ball into the wind, bounce out of bounds on the four yard line, and like it, it was a perfect punt. So that like that game gave me a lot of confidence as far as kicking in the wind. And then as as far as cold games, I haven't been in too many cold games. I know very early on, like freshman year of high school, we were playing Bozeman and it was like cold and rainy and like muddy. And like it was just miserable. Um, but there hasn't been temperature wise
0: any super, super cold games. Growing up in Montana, how much did you go to the, uh, the national parks? I mean, that's something obviously everyone mm-hmm. knows about all the parks there. Is that something as a resident you, you frequent in quite a bit growing up?
1: Yeah, not too much. If I'm being honest, I've never been to Glacier, and I've only been to Yellowstone a couple of times. But what a lot of people don't understand is our backyard's pretty much national park. You know, we had a bunch of acres. We had probably three or four thousand acres of BLM land right around where I lived, like up in the mountains. And so um, we'd rip our four wheelers out, and we'd you know go hiking. You can go exploring. You can go hunting. You can do all sorts of things like right in our backyard. And so we didn't really have a need to go to the national parks because it was so beautiful right where we lived. But um, definitely you know for tourists the national parks are a cool cool place to see but um, when you're living in Montana it's a little different because it's so beautiful everywhere you go you know you see you know you can just drive down this little 2 lane dirt road and find different waterfalls and stuff every day there's just like a whole lot of hidden stuff like that there too
0: we're talking here with Brian Bushini as uh, we're taking your questions a lot more uh questions here uh Brett who asked a question earlier just wanted to say again this guy is so well spoken what a great young man to add to the program Appreciate it um let's see we got another one here from Burke um just wanted to make a comment it's no surprise Nebraska needs help in our special teams um was the fact that we struggled so much these past few seasons is a big factor was that a big factor in your decision to come here just kind of following the struggles Nebraska had knowing the opportunity you had really to kind of turn things around.
1: Yeah. You know, I would say that was part of it, but also I've loved Nebraska my whole life. You know, there's one of my dad's best friends as a Facebook post back from 2017, where he posted a picture of me kicking in the snow. And he's like, this man's a future Husker because he's dedicated to his craft. And that kind of came full circle. And, you know, I, I really don't see those struggles last year as motivation to me. Um, I think every season's a new season. Um, I think that us, you know, coming into this winter season, we've gotten a lot of talent we've added to the roster and I just want to help the team win. You know, I don't really care. I could hit eight shanks, you know, and we win the game and that would be good for me. Obviously me hitting eight shanks won't help us win the game, but um, I don't see last year's guys really um, kind of motivating me because I got to be focused on my craft and I can't really look in the rear view mirror, but um you know, I do want to take this time to give a couple shout outs. Um, The first to my wife, just for how supportive she is, but also to my, my family, you know, throughout the years, they've given me so many, like so many breaks, so much effort they've put into me. Like my little sister would drive around on the four wheeler shagging my footballs in the backyard. And my mom would come down to the field in the freezing cold temperatures and shag footballs. And, you know, my dad and brother would fly out with me to camps and, you know, just my whole family has just helped me a lot and that's really special. And I haven't really given them credit in the past. So I wanted to take that time to to say, thank them for that now too.
0: So when you were growing up, did you do all of like the Coles camps and all the kind of typical stuff the punters and kickers do, um, did the recruiting process?
1: Growing up, I did, I went to the Coles training camps, um, and I went to a couple of sailors camps and, um, they were good in high school and I liked them, but, um, you know, now that I got into college, you know, I connected with Coach Matt Thompson of one-on-one kicking, and that has just been an unreal experience. Those guys down there one-on-one know what they're doing, know what they're talking about. You know, Coach Thompson, Coach Ventress, and Coach McCabe, they all um, they work with you on a one-on-one basis to get you better. They don't really care about rankings. They don't really care about the money. They, all they care about is getting you better, and that means so much to me and my family you know, I send him film like five times a week and he analyzes it like these coaches are really heavily involved and they really care. And so the coaches at one on one, honestly, have been by far the biggest help to me because, um, you know, Coach McCabe knows what he's talking about. You know, the second I went to him, he gave me two little tips with my punting Shorten your steps and he helped me fix the angle on my drop. The first punt I hit was insane, like my punting increased I probably doubled how good I was at punting last summer just from one camp with them and so these coaches that one-on-one kicking they have completely transformed my game
0: and uh, staying on the technical questions here uh, great question from uh, Magni and I don't even know if you have an answer to this because it can always change what is your goal for hang time
1: I think in the game it's it's smart to try to stay anywhere from four six to five one ish because one thing I like to do I love hitting the big point I like to kick it as hard as I can, see what kind of hang time I can hit. But that's not always going to lead to the most consistent results because when you're trying to kill a ball, you're usually kind of hitting shanks here and there. So staying four, six to five, one, maybe even four, five to four, nine in there, you're going to get a fair catch every time, especially if you put good direction on the ball and you can't really complain. You know, I've been watching film um, from last season's, um, you know Nebraska's punt coverage. team, I mean they've got guys that cover super hard. So I can I can hit a 4243 ball and it will get a fair catch cuz a lot of those guys are screaming down the field and I couldn't be more excited to, you know, have these guys surrounding me that are, you know, going to go out there and work their butts off just like the guys back in Montana did. We had some dudes on punt coverage there that really cared what they were doing and they gave great effort and it meant a lot to me too.
0: Got a question here from Natural Born Skur. Wants to know if you picked out a number yet.
1: I have not. I think um Towards spring ball, we kind of get those, but uh, you know, I'm pretty open to a lot of numbers. Um, I don't really have a ton that are super special to me. I think it'd be cool to be 29, six or four or 16. I was 16 in high school, my wife was six for volleyball, but um, you know, I as long as I can go out there on game day and um, you know, perform well, the numbers can become special to me. You know, all, all it takes is couple seasons of me wearing that number and doing my job well Um, and the number kind of gets associated with my name so um, I haven't really thought about that too much and to be honest I'm kind of accepting you know whatever number I get.
0: Now look in uh, this question here I'm sure you realize this but your opening game as a Husker is going to be in Aviva Mm -hmm. Stadium in Dublin, Ireland. Yeah. Is that something that excites you? I can tell you I've been in that stadium about a month ago I was out there for a trip for the game. Okay. and it's a beautiful venue grass field um you know it's about 10 year old stadium mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts of going out to dublin for your first game as a husker
1: yeah i'm super excited i just i can't wait to get this show on the road um you know spring ball just around the corner and it's, it's i've got me you know on the edge of my seat but um thinking about you know i i've gone from this little kid in helena montana to having the opportunity to play in the first game of the year in ireland on national television is it's kind of crazy to me and it's also extremely humbling and I'm just super blessed to be in the position that I am with, you know, God and my wife supporting me. And um, it's just, it's pretty neat to think about, but I also can't let the moment get too big and I just got to go out there and punt the ball. Like I am in my, in my backyard again.
0: Colin has a pretty, uh, funny take here. He goes, how does it feel to know that you're the most popular punter of all time and you haven't even played a game yet? <laughs> well, I'm just
1: extremely blessed. It goes back to what I was saying, you know, um, life's all a part of God's plan, and he's got a plan for each of us. And um, this is just another step on that road for me. And, um, you know, I can't be more excited to be going through this whole journey with my wife. And, um, you know, she's just a wonderful supporter to me as well.
0: Got a, qu- a question here about Coach Bush. What has your relationship been with Bill Bush so far?
1: Yeah, it's been great. He's a wonderful guy. He really cares about you as a person, and he cares, you know, to get to know the ins and outs of your life. You know, I think we talk more about Kelly than we do about me. And I love that, you know, (laughs) let's, let's shift the focus off my punts and onto Kelly. But um, I just think uh, he really understands that, you know, playing football isn't always the easiest thing. There's a lot of time commitments and, um, you know, he cares about our personal lives and it's been really cool to connect with him that way. And um, I couldn't be more excited with him as a special teams coach. You know, he coached Sam back in 2005, I think it was, and they had great net punting average that year and, you know, I'm hoping in the next three years here, we can set some records.
0: How many of your teammates have you been able to meet besides a specialist?
1: Yeah, I've been able to meet quite a few guys. My locker's right next to Garrett Nelson and um, you know, he's a super good guy and I'm just really excited to get to know everyone. You know, I met Nick Heinrich in the locker room and he's a super good guy too. And um, the more I'm in the weight room and the more I'm in the locker room day in and day out doing my thing, the more I'll meet the guys, but I've met a couple and they've been really good so far and, Um, I just couldn't be more excited with the new team I'm on and I can't really, I'm really excited to branch out in the community too. And, you know, get involved with the church and get involved with small groups and try to like, you know, have a well-rounded life and where I'm not just all football and that's all I do all the time.
0: Well, Brian, this has been a lot of fun. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of Nebraska fans obviously are going to get to know you, but this is really the first time I think people really had a chance to see your face, hear you talk.
1: And -hmm. that's why
0: I've enjoyed getting to do a lot of these interviews over the last few weeks and. Um, just wanted to say welcome to Nebraska, and I know a lot of people are excited to see you play in that first spring game in uh, April.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate it, and I couldn't be more excited to get out here and just work on my craft and try to get better every day and you know do things for the Lord in the way he wants them done.
0: Well, that wraps it up here for this edition of Husker Chat Live. Once again, we're brought to you by Sandhills Global. If you have equipment to sell, sell it at auctiontime.com, and we're powered by ABM.